Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Curious Conversations with Tully and Sarah. We sit down and chat with business owners, entrepreneurs, and some of the best conversation starters. This is a podcast about real-life lessons and people doing cool shit. We're back to regular programming now, Tally. It is Wednesday. It is Wednesday. Don't know what the date is, but it's Wednesday. And I'm really, really hoping that we're out of lockdown today because we don't record this on Wednesday, obviously. No, we don't. But we released our previous episode on a Sunday because it was very relevant to what was going on in the world. Lockdown, Sydney, Melbourne. And it was on small businesses and Corona and grants and... Corona? I've not heard someone say Corona <laughs> in a long time. Do you remember that meme that used to go around like, coronavirus? Yes. <laughs> I actually, to be fair, I have not heard it called Corona for a long time. Yeah, I don't it's know like why. It's like COVID-19. I don't know why I called it yeah, Corona. Yeah, weird. But a lot of people with small businesses... Um, thought that that conversation with Minnie was very insightful and shared a lot on what they're going through. Yeah, it was pretty, it's pretty sad to hear, um, in particular the beauty industry. Yeah, it is. So I'm really, really, really hoping that today we are out of lockdown because, yeah, I just don't think we can take it anymore. And even just like the stores in the city, like it's just really, really sad. So having that episode come on Sunday, it's now Wednesday. We just did a little bit of a conversation with one of our friends, Laura, and we speak about dating. We did give you a catch up. Sarah and I give you a catch up on life and lockdown. Yeah, basically this episode's two, two different segments. Yeah, it is two different segments. But yeah, we hope you guys like the episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share with all your friends. Have a beautiful Wednesday, guys. Happy Wednesday. I am Sarah Pacini. Opposite me is Tully Humphrey. Yes. And we are Curious Conversations. <laughs> I was going to say, we are Tully Lou. <laughs> How are you, Sarah? I'm, um, do you know what? It's a Friday today. Uh, I'm a bit. Uh, yeah, you're actually not going to lie. You're in like a bit of a sad, not a, no, like you're not, not. I'm like sh- I can tell you're flat. Yeah, I'm a bit flat. Yeah, I yeah. can tell you're flat. Yeah, I'm flat. I'm sure Wednesday now I'm like up and about. Well, so. hopefully, because hopefully we're out of lockdown yeah. today. Not that I'm flat. I'm just, um, you're I'm having tired. one of those. Yeah. You're I'm having tired. one of those days. I yep. feel like. Yep. Pretty sure I am. Why are you tired? <laughs> no, I'm just tired. Like, I'm, I'm tired. I'm but- sleeping more than I've ever slept in my life. Oh my God. I went to bed last night at nine o'clock and I did not wake up until 7.30. But you had an enhancer, didn't you? Yeah, I did, but I needed it. (laughs) I don't know why. I just, this is no lie. I don't sleep very well in lockdowns at all. Although to be fair, this lockdown, I have slept so much. This is the best lockdown Mm -hmm. sleep-wise because I've been spraying this. Shout out to Miles Gray. They gifted me this spray. It's called Clarity Spray. 
uh, like a week ago before we went into lockdown and I sprayed at night in my room and like on my bed. I don't know what the fuck is in it, but it, I'm out like a light and my sleep is, I do wake up a few times like, but my sleep's like deep. I don't know. It's weird. And I, I haven't been doing anything different but using the spray. Just that? Yes. And wow. they sent me a whole bunch today, like all different ones. Um, but, yeah. How good. I know. So good. <laughs> How has lockdown been going? What's been going on? How many dates have been going on? Oh, no. We can't talk about that. We're in lockdown. Um, I – Date walks, you know, not date Oh, yeah, date, date walks, dates. like coffee dates yeah. and stuff. Um, no, not really, not many. But – what was going to say, I this lockdown for me, I found the last one a lot harder. That I think, yeah, the last one was because my heart. It came out one. of blue. It came out of the blue. I've spoken about this on the podcast before. I was dealing with something that had just happened. I, Sydney weren't in lockdown. So I was seeing all these Sydney people that we know, or even Melbourne friends that escaped that were in Sydney mm. going to Fashion Week, all these things. And I think it was just shit. This one, hasn't been that hard because majority of Australia are currently actually in lockdown. So like Melbourne, well, Victoria, New South Wales and South Australia are all in lockdown as we speak. So I don't know. I don't find this one as bad. And Tullyloo has been fucking pumping. So we have the been- The new Chuck Brown. Oh, wow. We have actually like, I've actually been getting, not stressed. I wouldn't use the word stressed. I'm just getting overwhelmed because I have word. a lot of shit to do. But Great word. Are you enjoying this lockdown? Um. I've got my mum here with me, so it's actually not that bad. I've got company at night. Um, am I enjoying it? No, because I hate my freedom being taken away no from No one me. enjoys the lockdown. I didn't mean it like that. I'm yeah. just saying, like, how has it been different to other lockdowns? Um, do you know what I'm actually probably finding the most challenging? I'm so used to my own space and mm. doing what I want when I want and now – this is a completely different lockdown. This is my mum's first lockdown. And if I just want to watch a brain dead show, I can't. Like mm. she might be watching Netflix and I'm like, oh. I just oh, yeah, that would piss me like, off a little bit just because like it's not our first fucking rodeo. Yeah, I, I um, knew what I can do at night mm. and all that. But like in saying that, she's great company. Shout out, Barb. Love you. Um, but I'm finding I'm just going to bed earlier. Yeah, same. Like, Early bed is like. Like yeah. I'm bored at night and I'm like, there's nothing else, so I'm just going to go to bed. Yeah. And, and I, my mum's like, what would you traditionally be doing? I was like, I would be going out, meeting friends, dinners. having dinners. I wouldn't be coming back until later. Yeah. It's, the day, yeah. It's just different. I also have been finding that I, if I don't set up my morning, and we've spoken about this before on podcasts, like about lockdown and stuff, but this lockdown I've really noticed if I don't set up my morning properly, my whole day's fucked. Like yeah. mentally, the way I think, everything, like I'm a fucking Debbie Downer um, and I really have to make sure that I see someone in the morning if it's meeting them for coffee, mm-hmm. going for a walk or a workout. I need to be around someone for that interaction. Yep. I don't know. Mix it up. Yeah. But anyway, let's stop talking about lockdowns. I'm so over it, even though we're currently in it, but I'm so done. Have you had any random thoughts lately? Random thoughts? Not really. I know you're going to ask me a question about something random. Because I had a random thought. Mm. Pre-lockdown, we're at a friend's house for dinner and it already occurred to me this thought. I was like, like, what's the cheapest thing 
people do. Yeah. And it's actually been a conversation starter. No, you, no, 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 not the cheapest thing people do. No, we're talking like about, cheapest, let's go back, let's go back to what the conversation was. So the conversation was, we're talking about one of our friends, Rosa, I'm just going to say that. <laughs> Rosa. So we go to Foxfit. No yes. lie, we go to Foxfit. There is a toilet paper roll in Foxfit. And she was talking to me the day before. She's like, oh my God, do you know what just like came to my head? Like the toilet paper in Fox, for all these years that we've gone, I thought it said Porsche. Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean you thought it said Porsche? And she's like, every time I went to the toilet, I was just like, fuck, Tom must be desperate. He must go to the Porsche showroom and steal the Porsche toilet paper. And I was like, I what the fuck? We were laughing about it, and she's like, honestly. And then she's like, and then I realized I saw it the other day, and it says Rosh, not with like the P with the R. And I was like, we were the laughing. Same font though. It's the same font. Yeah. And we're laughing. And then the next day, I went to the gym, and I went to the toilet, and I was laughing because it looks exactly like if you look at it briefly, it looks like Porsche. Yeah. So she, for all these years, had thought Tom, our trainer, was stealing toilet paper from Porsche and then taking it back to the gym, and we were just laughing about it. So that's what your question is. No, then it just started a flow on conversation of like, what's like? We started talking the about wash. Thing. No, 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 no. Really? No, we started talking about what's like cheap things you buy at supermarkets because you're like a tight ass and things no, like no, no, that. No, no, it wasn't cheap things you buy. It's things that like. So, for example, it was you, I. Yeah. I, for example, one thing that um, I do when I go back to my parents' house is I steal the fish the tablets for the dishwasher yeah, but because they're so expensive to buy at the supermarket. That's, that's and, what we were talking and about. And my reason was I only buy those tablets when they're half price. Yeah. So whenever I go home, I will steal them because I hate buying them. That's one thing I do. And I'm, I only buy them when they're half price. Same with washing powders. But now I've got buy the Italian ones that are dirt cheap and really, mm. really good. And so I've been going around asking friends and family what's the cheapest thing, like what do they do to save money? Okay. I got another one once. I ran out of toilet paper in my apartment building and I ran down to the gym yep. and I stole toilet paper. That's one thing I've done other than the dishwashing tablets. But I know another thing you do. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm like, don't say it out loud. Like, so it's, turn the mic off and then say it. What? No. So there's – Maybe only one or two reasons you go to Aldi. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. So I – and actually don't give shit on Aldi because Aldi's actually really fucking cool. Like I – okay, this is – sorry to anyone that goes to Aldi. My <laughs> I go to Aldi. I go to Aldi now too. I'm not ashamed of it. But I had this perception a few years ago that Aldi was like – I don't know say what, it. I don't know what Say it. it. I know. Yeah, that you can. Okay. Yeah, you can. That's what I thought yeah. it was. And I and I, I will admit that and I'll say that now. I what would you, a um, reject a, shop, like a discount. A discounted store, a. I just thought the produce was yep. shit. I just thought yep. all that. Anyway, that's what my perception of Aldi was. Am I a fucking idiot? Yes, because it's not like that. Anyway, and I remember going to Aldi once and I was like, this Aldi stinks. Like I went to Aldi once and I was like, it smells so bad. I don't know what was going on, but just smell gross. And I don't like bad smells. I find Aldi is the cleanest. No, the oh. Kmart version of the supermarkets. But I like Kmart. That's what I'm saying. I yeah, love Kmart. Yeah. So I, and I just went to this Aldi once, it stunk. And I was like, this is disgusting. So I never went there again. Anyway, fast forward. I don't know why I went to Aldi. Now you're a VIP customer <laughs> with a loyalty <laughs> yeah, card. Seriously. <laughs> Aldi, if you want to sponsor me, um, I'm a great ambassador. No, I ventured back to Aldi once. I can't remember why. There's things that I will go to Aldi for that I don't go to the supermarket for. One, mm-hmm. being peanut butter. 
I don't want to say this because I don't want it to go off the shelves because it's really amazing. There is a peanut butter there. I've got Sarah onto it. Yep. It's crunchy peanut butter. It's $3.19. Natural. And I'm pretty sure it's organic. It is. And there is a smooth version and there is a crunchy version. But the crunchy consistency, it's not like when some crunchy peanut butters are just really thick. It's runny and crunchy. And compared to other supermarkets who do other peanut butters that are organic, natural, they're $9. $9. So that's one thing that I go to Aldi for and I will go to Aldi and I literally will buy three of them Mm -hmm. at once. There is something else I buy from Aldi, the washing detergent from Aldi. There's this one particular one. I'm obsessed with the smell. Um, It's amazing. And I'll also buy coconut oil from Aldi. There are things that I go and also like chia seeds and stuff like that are much cheaper at Aldi. Yep. We rate that, but they're like – Oh, and I also buy mixed roasted nuts from there. They're really good, the um, natural ones. So, yeah, I alternate between South Melbourne Market, Woolworths. Actually, I prefer Coles. Coles and Aldi. What else do you get cheap from the supermarket? So I only buy buy lint chocolate when it's on sale. But it's cheap though, isn't it? No. And then so I'm like, no, stuff that. So when it's on sale, I'll stock up. Uh Uh-huh. I – so when that's on sale – when the dishwashing tablets are on sale. Oh, dishwashing tablets are the worst. Yeah. Washing powder, but now I go to the Italian place. That's the only real reasons that I go, but I asked my sister the same mm. question the other week. I was like, what's the cheapest thing you do? And she takes it to a whole different level. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't need to do this, but she does it. So apparently catalogues come out on a Tuesday night, right? The Aldi ones. No, but we love Aldi catalogs. Oh, I love an Aldi catalogue. <laughs> the special, the yes. special buys, we oh, love that. I love that. So my sister gets online and so Tuesday night they show everything what's going on sale for the next week. Sorry, Woolies is and Coles, cool? okay, 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 both okay. of them. Okay, okay. So she looks at both online catalogues and sees what's on sale, what's on half price and so what she has to get from each supermarket. Wait, so she goes to two different supermarkets? Yes, and I was like, are you serious? She's like 100%. It's kind of like a game to her now how much she can save each week. She won't buy. This is how stingy she is. So with her kids, they get a treat Friday, Saturday night, right? Like dinner. Like an after dinner oh, treat. Yeah, yeah. My mum was laughing the other night. She's like, tell your sister what, what treat they get. And the kids were there and they go, we're only allowed treats that are ice creams that are half price that <laughs> week from either Coles or Woolies. If the ice cream's expensive, yeah, what so, it is. But half price. Like if you want Milo ice cream, just go F and buy Milo ice cream. Right, if you want Milo ice cream, get vanilla ice cream and put fucking Milo exactly. on top like we used to do. Exactly. So I thought that was pretty funny. But in a living sense, and I don't even know if this actually works, and I hope it does, but I don't know if it does. I have to check my electricity bill. But at nights, Your sister does this too. No, I do it. Oh. I f- like flick off, like say my printer, my laptop charger and all that so it's not charging or it doesn't have electricity. Is that going. just an OCD thing? That's weird. No, but I think it saves money. Really? Yeah. So all the appliances you're not using – at night. It's like some people turn their televisions off at the PowerPoint at night. No. Yeah. I'm not ju- like people with are saving money. Really? Yes. But I want to know how much money that does save. Like is it worthwhile? Like two cents or something. I don't know. Interesting. Um, or another thing. I feel like everyone does this, but 
I do take when you go to a hotel, like I do take the little a hundred percent. Yeah, especially when you go to a nice hotel yeah. and it's like Kevin Murphy or something. I'm like hundred percent. I'm taking that. They also come in handy if you're going for like a one night yep. trip. I do that. Um, but yeah, that's the only thing. Or when I do go back to mum and dad's, I do look in the pantry because my mum buys bulk stuff. I don't know why. Like she'll buy like 10 Serena's and I'll look in and I'll be like, oh, I'll just take two. She won't notice. Oh, yeah. I do that a lot. When I go to my dad's house, like I open up his wallet and I'm like, oh, God, he's got money in there. Am I just saying no? <laughs> <laughs> Not even joking. <laughs> I found some pineapples in there, Dad. <laughs> Seriously. But no, that's a honestly, it's a really good and fun conversation starter. Yeah, it is. So, gals, if you're going on a date, or guys, maybe that's a good question to ask. Break the ice. But you, but you would, I would, I shouldn't judge people, but I probably would, depending on what they like. Save. Yeah. Can I just say, I actually went down to my mailbox before, and it's actually sitting behind you. The Chemist Warehouse catalog is the fucking bomb because their right. discounts are amazing. Chemist Warehouse? Yeah. Oh, my God. You can save so much money at Chemist Warehouse. On what? Anything. Like tanners and beauty well, stuff. everything. Vitamins, everything. <laughs> so never buy anything full price because Chemist Warehouse or my chemist always have sales. Good advice. Mm. Great advice. Mm. And what else have you been thinking about lately? Um, When the fuck is lockdown yeah. finishing? <laughs> Seriously. I'm. Can I say this one? And you're going to be like, you've already started, so just keep saying it. I had a thought and we want to have a special guest on who has an occupation, right? You read a book with someone who who has an occupation. Huh? <laughs> so we were driving past the brothels the other week. Oh, yeah. And I said to you, I'm so fascinated. Uh-huh. Like I, I find the industry occupation like really, really interesting. Yeah, because it is someone's job. Yeah, and we're and not, yeah. it's the oldest job in the, mm-hmm. like if you know the Bible, oldest job in history. And I was like, I actually want to know how it operates. And I told you I read a book of a girl who doesn't operate a brothel but she worked as a sex worker. I even find Michelle, I think Michelle Laurie, I think it was her, she used to be a receptionist oh, at a brothel. Really? Yes. And she was like, it was the best job. Yeah, it's I've really ever- fascinating yeah. because it's like, and I read uh, a book and it's called Come and it's by Rita. I don't know her last name. I have DM'd her before. So if anyone does know her, I've DM'd her before, maybe twice, <laughs> to ask her to come on because I read her book and I thought the way she wrote it, her life, everything was so fa- – like it was one of those books I just couldn't put down mm. um, and I find her very like – I don't know, just like it was really fascinating and um, she'd be a good one to I'm reading on the, the Trauma Cleaner and she was also – a sex worker for a bit. Really? Yeah, really, really interesting. interesting. Yeah. Yep. So my one of my thoughts was, and people might know this, and if you do know this, can you please let me know because it's just something I want to know, how it operates as an industry. Industry Is it by hour? Is it like? What, the actual worker? Yeah, by hour. You need or? to read, I told you this, you need to read the cum book. It talks all about like things. In so the- if, like uh, that's my thing. Is it by hour? Is it as soon as like? 
he's finished, they're done, or as soon as that, do they? Why like, are you asking me? You need to do I your, want to, that's my, that, these are my thoughts. Yeah, well, This I is what I know, you, no. I told you to read the book. I've asked you for numerous books lately and I haven't got them. <laughs> no, so. no, the calm book, I actually sent it to Bill Goldsmith because he wanted to read it. So I don't even have it anymore. Oh, well, then why offer it to me, you no, buddy I, I idiot? I didn't offer it to you. I said you need to go buy it. <laughs> <laughs> and you need to go to support Rita because I like her. So you go buy her. Okay, book. I will go buy her. Thank book. you. And she anyway, t- uh, that gives me the breakdown. It just it just talks about all that stuff. It doesn't okay. give you a breakdown, but it talks about all that stuff, and it's a really fucking good book. Okay. Um, I also love reading autobiographies, so it was really good. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so today, yes. We're obviously talking smack now, but we just had a good little banter chat with one of our good friends, Laura, who has been on the podcast before. And you were talking with her yesterday, I think, about just dating and stuff like that. And she actually is – she's a lot younger than us but has a lot of life experience and especially dating experience. And we wanted s- to hear it from a younger point of view. I was going to say wise beyond her years. Exactly. And um, it's no lie. I've said that about ten times. Why do I keep saying that? No lie. No lie about yeah. what? No, it's no lie that like a lot of you – I said it again. <laughs> no, a lot can of- relate to our dating stories. No, that's oh. not what I was going to say. I was just saying a lot of you that listen come to us when we talk about just banter stuff like that and dating and just chat. We get quite good reviews. No people, lie. Yeah, no lies. I don't know why I'm saying that. Um, but yeah, so we wanted to just chat to her about dating and the younger scene and. She gives she, us some good bangers, actually. Good yeah. advice. I, I wanted to know what we could do to um, – No. What was her perception of our dating lives and what we could do to shake it up, make it a little bit more spicy? I didn't want to know that. Well, I asked for both of us. I don't want to know. I'm fine. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, so we had Laura on. So we hope you guys enjoy it and I think we should just go straight into the conversation. It's All kind right. of broken up into two conversations this episode, but we are in lockdown, so we don't have much for you guys. <laughs> Our life's pretty fucking boring. <laughs> Speak for yourself. No lie. Okay, let, let's just stop saying that. I don't know why I keep saying it. Enjoy, guys. Happy Wednesday. Bye. What's up, Laura? Oh, hello. It's nice to have you back. I know, I know. Thank you for having me back. I'm so excited. Of course. Well, obviously you're in Sydney at the moment. I think last time we recorded with you, I think we were in lockdown maybe. Yeah. And now you're in lockdown and then so are we, which is disappointing, but we have plenty to talk about. Yeah, all the time in the world. So Exactly. Yeah. Um, people are obviously sick of us talking about our dating lives. That's why we brought you on, Dewey, to bring in oh, a little, I love little it. bit of fresh I love it. I love it. I was um, thinking about it and obviously we've been friends now for like six or seven years and you've actually been with me through a few boyfriends now, which (laughs) I really think you've seen the like ride the wave of all the different partners and, you know, long-term boyfriends and, you know, the short-term boyfriends. The side hustles. (laughs) Yeah, the side hustles. I actually, I was just thinking about it before. I'm like, I don't know if I've actually known single Laura. Like I've known you. say that. I've been single, I've been in L.A., but, like, also remember you were with me. I just remembered you were with me when I got ghosted in the club. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. That was yes. Like, I was literally dating that guy and he fully got, like, we were looking at each other and then he just, yeah, oh it was God, a, that's a girl. Exactly. When you said yesterday, oh, my God, I totally forgot. Oh, my God, there's so many stories. Stop. I, Are you making me sound like I'm like, oh, so dating No, 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 no. We, I have and I'm actually not ashamed of that. Um, but, yes, no, I have dated quite a few. No, but also you have, like, you... Uh, 
very experienced in life, I would say, for someone who is younger than us. Yes. You have, obviously, if anyone listened to the last episode, you've lived in LA, like you've lived in Sydney, you've lived in London, everywhere. So that's a lot of boys, babe. I just want to rewind for a second because obviously Tull, you and I like love the single life. Yeah. And I find it weird, friend, I shouldn't say weird, but there's a lot of girls that go from relationship to relationship and we're like, how the fuck does that happen? <laughs> we can't even get one. Why, why relationships, Dewey? Sure, sure. So I'll, I'm going to divide this up into two parts because I believe the first part of my boyfriend to boyfriend was purely because I couldn't be alone and I was bored. And when I became single again, I just kind of already had someone in the back of my mind as that other relationship was ending that I kind of had not had my eye on, but thought was cute and like to get to know. And then I just found myself in these comfortable um, patterns. But I really do believe that that spoke more about myself. Mm -hmm. And not actually about the boys and not wanting to be single. I'm really fun single. But I think if I really bring it down to why they go from boy to boy, and this is probably from the ages of, say, 18 to, like, 21, 22, Mm -hmm. it was really about just, like, oh, no, I'm going to be alone. And I was definitely groomed in my family and in my friendship groups that you need to have a boyfriend. I grew up in a small town and it was, like, you know, the steps of life was high school, maybe uni, job marriage and so I think I was always kind of that pressured so that's probably the first reason and then the second reason or not the second reason when I became good with myself and I no longer needed a boyfriend I just think that I've been put in such incredible positions and I meet fucking great guys every guy I've dated in the past say two and a half three years has been a legend like you know I remember tell you and I wrote New Year's Eve um, New Year's oh, Day resolutions yeah and I remember writing I was about I was seeing a guy and I was so scared to get back into a relationship purely because I had never been single mm-hmm. and I remember writing on my resolution being like you know this is so scary I don't know if I even want this you know everyone around me has told me to be single be single um and so I just think in the past yeah two to three years it's actually more been about I get single and I meet these incredible men who just bring so much joy and adventure to my life. And not all of them have necessarily turned into boyfriends, Mm -hmm. but they've just been people that I've been seeing. And I think back and all the coolest experiences aren't aren't reliant on a man, but it's experiences from meeting them that's kind of created this really cool experience. So definitely there's two parts of it. yeah, and I'd like to think that I know, like, no longer need a boyfriend. I want one because it complements my life. Yeah. Do young 20-year-olds, like your friends, have the same dating issues as us? Um, I don't, I don't think so. I don't know what type of issues, though, because I could, like, when you say the word issue. Tell us, like, if your friend, if one of your girlfriends came to you for, like, help or advice because you are in a really, really happy relationship at the moment, shout out to Ben, we love you. Not that I've actually met you yet because of COVID, but... um. I know, it sucks. But what would they come to you like about? Obviously, they cool. come to you. Um, I'm just trying to think um, about my girlfriends that may need boy advice. Honestly, it's a lot of like not committing, um, not sure where you stand. Um, I think we're in, and I think there's also with a few of my girlfriends, lack of trust, um, just with like obviously Instagram um, and just the commitment issues of being like, you never know what's out there and the what ifs. And I think social media definitely makes it hard for that. Um, 
that's kind of the big ones. But otherwise, my girlfriend, oh, actually, when I think of one, my girlfriend can't, and she's, I think, one of the coolest, kindest women I've ever met. She can't find a good enough guy, and she's 23, or not good enough guy, she can't meet a guy, because I genuinely think she's, like, wife material. And I know that's weird. Talking about us. <laughs> we, we always get that because that's like um, so it's it's my boyfriend's sister her name's em if you're listening shout out but she's one of the coolest women yeah. i've ever met she's just great she's kind i've never seen her be dramatic like i'm the most dramatic person and she is so cool calm collected always and she's a babe and she you know she's hot but she cannot meet these guys and i and she's um, seen guys and like slept with guys in the past kind of few years but um, I genuinely think she's actually too good for a guy that's just wanting that's our age and that just wants something it sounds like you probably maybe need someone a little bit older I think when you're like that at that age you probably do need someone a little bit older with their head screwed on I find like I don't know why, but I date all guys that are younger than me it's really annoying it's just something like attracted to them whatever but I find that they're just not in the same headspace as someone with their head screwed on. Right, right. It's so interesting because, yeah, like, you know, one of my exes was my age, um, Owen, and I don't mind saying his name, and he was, like, one of the most emotionally mature people I knew. He was. And he was, like, and he and it was crazy. And then I've dated, gosh, I've dated, you know, people 12 years older than me, and it has been so immature, like, to the point of, like, you know, like we would find each other, like, trying to go, like, a day without texting each other and then he would spend another day not replying to me and it was like weird games of like unfollow follow and it's like who is that who is older no I can't shame I think I know in my head I want to ask you a question about that person yeah we he will re- remain nameless but well, you, you can't say this because people are going to know I know what you're going to say I know what you're going to say. Too. I know what she's going to say as well. Let's leave that. Let's leave that. Um, let's leave that question for in a bit. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good one. Come back to it because I know, and I think it's a great question. Okay. okay. Because it is. A, it's relevant to some people. Yeah. Sure. I think I know what you're going to say. Okay. Bloody hell! Just no, go. No, no, like, go say it later. Say it later. Say it later. So for you, Laura. Are you, do you find, because I even talking to you now, and obviously, like we said before, I've known you for a long time. I have seen your, like, even the way you speak now and talk, to me, you're, like, sound happier and more confident. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you being like that has helped attract Ben, who was fucking amazing, into your life? 1,000%. I, literally one of the reasons I was so keen to be brought onto this podcast is I just wish I could spread the word so heavily on, you know, when people would say like, you've got to love yourself before you love someone else mm-hmm. or before someone can love you. It's to the core, absolutely correct. Every relationship that I was in while I had acne or was suffering within my career or was suffering within like all like body or like self-esteem issues, I genuinely sabotaged every relationship. Um, ways of being extremely insecure, extremely jealous. I wouldn't, like, I would go through my partner's phone or, like, you know, see who they're following. And honestly now, I don't even know where Ben, I'm not even kidding. Ben's not home right now and I don't even know where he is. And, <laughs> and I don't and I don't mind. And I have so much trust in him um, that it doesn't, but that's obviously from now. Yeah. But, you know, yes, I do think that self-worth and self-confidence has everything to do with it. Um, that was Sarah. Sorry. Um, 
Yeah, and so I just truly think that if you see that you're self-sabotaging your relationship, mm. like prioritise yourself. And if you think it's time to step away of that relationship and enter a relationship with yourself, um, what that looks like, you know, that might be having really open, raw discussions with girlfriends. Mm. It may be confronting some, like, fears and some insecurities about yourself um, to then grow your confidence because mm. I think talking is like the number one thing to basically get your confidence back. The more I chatted to girls about what I was feeling, so many other girls were like, holy shit, yeah, that same thing. And it allowed me to feel less alone and therefore it made me feel like I was part of something and my confidence just grew more and more and more and I just felt more self-worth. And I also was placing less importance on my appearance, on my this and that, and more of just being proud of who I was. So by the time I met Ben, I was like, oh, I'm the greatest girlfriend alive. Like, no guy deserves me. You know, like, saying that in a non-narcissistic way, but I truly respected myself so high that no matter which boy I dated, he was going to respect me too because I respected myself. Mm. And I just feel like that really portrays in my relationship. Whereas, like, I remember my first boyfriend in America, he would, like, go to the movies with his guy friends. And I remember being in genuine fetal position like in tears, mm. like, oh my gosh, I'm so alone. I'm so sad. At the time I was 17 and I had no girlfriends. And well, I was also living in another country. country. Yeah, I was feeling very isolated. Um, however, now I'm like, oh darling, go. I'm like, like you, you want to go? I'm like, are you going to go like on, even on a footy trip for like a week? Oh, are you going to get topless waiters? You do what you got to do. Mm. Like, I'll be here when you want. And that's purely because I'm so secure within myself that I know Ben would want to love me because I'm worthy and deserving of love. Yeah. But that's also you have so much trust in him as a person. Yeah, and I've got to keep it. Like I will not try and take away from the fact that, like, he's a very trusting man. He's dealt with infidelity before in his past relationships. So our core is communication and trust. Like, we have so many uncomfy conversations that, like... I love that. I've never had this with someone, but that's also because we're always, always just, like, pushing each other to wanting to be in a better relationship. If I could spend the rest of my life with him, I could and I would. But that's because we had these really raw conversations and I actually get to see how his brain works. I'm like, oh, that's aligned with someone, you know, I want to be with. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's really cool. Yeah. What dating advice would you give to Tully and I? Oh, do you know what? I just think you girls are the best girls ever. And I, I I just, I'm dumbfounded that you are not snatched up by. Look, we've both dated um, doozies in the past. Let's just say that. Yeah. I actually probably would agree that advice may be like, look elsewhere. And if, if you've got a pattern, I swear. Let's, get, let's get real here. If you yeah. see patterns that it hasn't worked with previous men, and I know that one time we sat around at a restaurant and we showed images of our exes to compare if we had a type. Oh, my, oh my God, we both, did too. In LA, you, you both have a type. I would say if you're picking a pattern, why is it not working and is there a common denominator? Really Do you know Sarah's mum? Not to completely blame it on men, but uh, what I'm saying is, is there a common denominator and can we shift and find out what that is? No, no, we can't because I had this discussion with my mum the other day. There's a guy up in Sydney and he... You? Yeah. And he... Fuck off the Sydney people. He FaceTimed me and then he wanted... He's like, oh... Hang on, that's also right there. I think that's... No, 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 but the long distance, I don't think that's, I don't think it's fair to say fuck long distance because I've done long distance and I've done it healthily True. and happily. True. And I don't, and I think that's actually a roadblock. My advice yeah. to you is be open-minded. Sorry. Get, okay, getting yeah, right getting to the 
the point of this. So he's very different to me. And mum yeah. even picked that up when he was sending voice notes. Mum's like, we like him. And I'm like, mum, we, d- we don't. And she's yeah. like, Sarah, you always go for the same type, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay. I was like, mum, I never liked performing arts kids. I'm not going to now. <laughs> like, no. And she's yeah, like, you do have you to have the ones. Yeah, there is like, some. You have to give them a go. And I was like, nah, sorry. No, like, I get what you mean, but no. I will admit, but within a spectrum, you're still allowed to have things that you wouldn't negotiate on. And yeah, I, I think that's fair. That's what I mean. People say you have to go for ones that you haven't gone for, from before. And I'm like, well, I can't go from like that. No, to zero to the opposite. Totally. And I agree with you completely. Um, it's just about finding that middle ground. And I just think it's all about like, but even still, like, here's me being devil, devil's advocate. Like, who's to say you wouldn't have an incredible conversation with that person? Like, imagine meeting at a conference. Because he already like, kind of does my head in. Okay, it's done. It's done. It's not even a question. The moment that they start annoying you and the moment like you get the ick, that's what the cool kids say, the ick. Yeah. You've been watching too much TikTok. Yeah, I love TikTok. (laughs) If you get the ick, right, it's time to like, and I get the ick a lot. Like if you guys know me, when someone chews loud, they like sniff, I'm like, I'm going to fucking kill you. So I know what the ick's like. I get the ick, but then I get bored like two months later. Well, then they're not into, like then... (laughs) <laughs> fuck me this is what I have to put up with you know um no I think you're right okay so then I interject who someone yeah. is in a healthy happy loving relationship and not all of mine I'm not here bragging and being like I'm in the best relationship ever I'm just more being like congratulations Laura because that is something really cool yeah. that you worked on but what I was getting to is Ben does things that pisses me off like fuck me pisses me off however it's that, that that doesn't outweigh how much I love him or yeah. care about him. Like the boy farts more than I've ever met anyone. Like uh-huh. I cannot, I cannot. And you know, living together, sharing a bed, it's a lot. Um, but obviously, my love for him overrides that. So you're just gonna meet someone that like you don't care if they choose. Yeah, that's true. Going or in, you 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 groom them, and you'll just I be like, hey, <laughs> hey, have you ever tried maybe closing your mouth when you eat? Seriously, oh my god, there's so many people could say that too. Literally, if Tully finds a boy she likes who chews with his mouth open, she's going to come to me, invite me for dinner, and say, to, "I'm going to have to say to him, <laughs> mate, you have to chew your mouth." I've been pretty lucky. Close your with, mouth. I've been pretty lucky with guys that I have dated. Like they don't chew with their mouth open, thank God. But that's like one ick for me. I'm like, oh, <laughs> kill me now. Going going into your relationship with Ben, did you? know what you wanted from a relationship and what you didn't want and what red flags were because you you dated so much before and um, some of the guys you've dated before to be completely honest have been so toxic babe yes <laughs> um, what do you mean by toxic just like the way that they treated her like for example I'm not even going to name the name but I think we all know who I'm talking about just the way that he treated you like it wasn't it was, it was very he wanted to keep it under wraps and I he he crush my self-esteem because he yeah. don't like around at night and you know there wasn't a lot of like hanging out in public and no. I was so that was probably the height of my kind of insecurities yeah I think I latched onto his validation yeah mm-hmm. that was a very very toxic relationship he's an asshole but <laughs> what I would say is I fell into it so much deeper because I saw his validation and his affection like that's all I could see and I was tunnel visioned mm-hmm. when if I was me now, 
I would never date him or at least I would never, like, allow myself to fall so deep into a toxic relationship because I'd be like, Laura, you deserve better than that. Like, no one deserves that. But at the time, I couldn't see that. And my girlfriends, I like, shout out to you girls, shout out to, like, my girlfriends, like, Maddie, Emery, Georgia, like, they stood by me and watched me do this. And I'll never forget this piece of advice that Emery told me and it was um, never feel like you're a burden for wanting to talk about a guy that you like because I feel like sometimes when you over talk about a guy a guy especially that you know that your friends don't like you become like oh my gosh I can't talk about it I can't talk about it and then you stop talking and you stop telling your friends because you don't want them to judge you and it becomes even more toxic because you don't want to talk to your friends and confide in your friends however what happens when you are really really low because he's fucked you over again and then you don't want to tell your girlfriends because they don't approve obviously it's like a really unhealthy unhappy cycle are you talking about Tully and I what do you mean no (laughs) (laughs) no the relationship where we're in a toxic one, then you don't start, you don't talk to your friends. So then. No, I didn't even. No, no, no. I've done that to Sarah before. Like we've both done it. Both done. That's why I I didn't didn't even know that. But you know what? That when you start doing that, next time that happens, that is the first red flag to fuck them off. And so that's why. That's not okay. And that's why I would always say to a girlfriend now, hey, do you know what? Never, never, ever, ever worry about me judging you. Because yeah. I want to create a safe environment. Like, obviously, I may not love what you're going through, but I want to be here with you through it. And please don't ever think you're a burden for talking about it. And so I just think, like, I, I think also, and I agree. I I don't think I was a burden. I why I didn't tell tell what was going on in my my relationship was because I was embarrassed. No, I was totally yeah. that in itself. You know. Yeah. If you had told Tull, then maybe she could then interject and be like, hey, Sarah, like, as your best friend, I really just want to, like, speak up for you. Or she could just say, hey, I'm here to hold your hand. Like, it's a shit situation. I'm here for you. No judgment. Yeah. I also think another reason why I probably didn't say anything as well, because I'm like, oh, like, I'm obviously in a relationship. I don't want her to hate him even more or not like that. Totally. No, totally, totally. I've never hated him. No, no, I'm just saying, but, like, <laughs> I was scared that you would hate him. Like, I bring it back. Like, and yeah. What is he doing that's so terrible to you that may make Sarah hate him because yeah. Sarah wants to have your best interest at heart? True. I can't say. But like, Is this an intervention for yeah, me? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Fuck. We're supposed to be giving the peeps. And, no, but do you know what the best thing um, about this whole thing is, is when we do podcasts like this, like what you said before, a lot of us – women are going through the same thing and it's good to hear other people talk about it because or just awareness what's your I want to ask tell a question about dating at the moment yeah how is your dating going at the moment it's actually okay yeah I'm like quite content at the moment like sometimes I'm like oh and especially with lockdowns I'm like oh like I need to be like occupied but I'd say it's all right like I've yeah I'm I'm fine I was going to say, like, lockdown is a great time to jump on a dating app. I am all for dating apps. Yeah. Like, I'm messaging a few guys. I'm hanging out with a couple of guys. But, um, yeah, I'm kind of content at the moment. Like, I'm just, yeah. That's good. Yeah. And that's the tea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally. When no, I, I, I only say that because we were on a run the other week um, and one of our friends asked Tal if she'd caught up with this one particular guy. And Tal was like, no, nah, no, nah, I haven't. And it had been like probably at three nights in a row that he was like, oh, no, nah, like I can't, I can't. And in my head I'm like, little fucker, like. Oh, no, I've seen him though. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, that's all right so, then. all good. Okay. You know that. She, see, she's keeping secrets <laughs> from me. Asked me. Oh, see? 
anyway. but that's right. It's still early stages, and I know that sometimes when you're in the earliest stages, you may not be. I just burped on air. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, you may not be as inclined to want to tell girlfriends just in case it turns to shit, and then you have to relive the embarrassment of being like, "Work out with another guy." Yeah, true. That's true. No, I'm pretty sure I'd. FaceTime tell after I've had sex and be like, just happened. Good night. Really? <laughs> no, not, not literally, but, you know. Not know. literally. I don't really want to know. Um, no, yeah, lockdown's funny. I actually want to talk about dating apps. Look, have you actually been on a dating app? I was I was on Raya. And I, I liked Raya. I met, like, I went on a few guys. I actually ended up going to Hawaii with a guy I met on. Yes. Oh, yes. I, I remember. remember. And about two weeks later, a different girl went. This is true. He did put out to, yeah, not be too successful. And if you are a girlfriend of mine, you would know that after I left Hawaii, he invited another girl. Yes. And engaged, like, literally the day, actually the day I flew out, another one came in. Um, But he learned, I learned, I would never date him again and we don't have an existing relationship to this day. But I will say I had a great time with him. He was always fun. Like, we were constantly having fun and doing fun things. We've literally gone on like one date and he's like, come to Hawaii with me. And I was like, fuck it, that's let's go. I like and that it. was the day I, we, were, we chatted on Raya, the yeah. dating app. What would be, okay, so I've got four things that piss me off about dating apps, about like profile photos and I wrote them down. Oh, my gosh, I love it. Can I just say, okay, so tell me, can I tell you mine? Or do you want me to selfie? Tell- oh, yeah, 100%. Disgusting. Like get it off. Do you know what annoys me when it's a group photo and it's emojis on all these friends? By nah. themselves. Oh, that's weird. Group photos when there's so many group photos that you actually don't, don't know, know what. Yeah, that's not. And then you think you know who it is. You're like, damn, he's hot. And then it's yeah. like, yeah, that's the worst. The pick with the fucking dog. I love a dog pick. Oh, I'm like, me. or if it's a cat, pick, I'm like, you're a, a picture with the ex is worse, or with a girl is. Oh yeah, worse. with a girl. Um, oh. And another one that I had, a group selfie, and he's put a circle, like drawn a circle around his face. I'm like. Unless they do that in an ironic way. Like for me, a non-negotiable, they must have a meme. Like I love when someone has like a funny photo that shows their sense of humour. I, yeah, I always like when someone's doing something that's not necessarily taking the piss, but like they have some sense of like whether it be a meme or it's been edited to be funny or like their face is photoshopped in something funny. Like I rate that. And I think it's like an initial, like, aha, like, we're going to find that thing sort of, yeah, funny. Um, I don't love, okay, this is a definite non-negotiable, a hunting photo. I'm not, I'm not a vegan, but, like, I don't want you holding a dead animal, even if it's a fish. And I know that there are keen fishermen and um, my partner, I'm sure he doesn't mind fishing every now and then. But I don't want to see that on a dating profile, unfortunately. And that might be too niche, but it's just, it's just who I am. Nah, a dead animal, that's fucked. My no-go is if they're wearing ripped jeans. Oh, yeah. oh, sorry, I hate ripped jeans. Okay, sorry. We, um, just while like talking about funny um, little kind of non-negotiables, it just reminds me of a time that I was at a music festival and I was single and it was like maybe the night before New Year's Eve and I really wanted a New Year's kiss. I was like, I'm definitely going to kiss a boy. Um, at New Year at Countdown and um, I'd been like met this guy and I was like, oh, he's kind of hot. He's got a few tattoos, kind of like a bad boy vibe to him. Even though I was like, oh, he might, might be a bit bad for me, but, like, New Year's kids could be my fun. My time. <laughs> anyway, I'm, like, hanging out with him, chatting with him, like, flirting with him a bit. Anyway, I'm, like, talking about his tattoos. I'm like, wow, like, hot. Anyway, he goes, this one's my favourite. He lifts, he pulls down his lip <gasps> and in his gums it said, sit here. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of hot. 
no, 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 that's not okay. No, that's, no, the, the, yeah, no, 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 everything was fine up until he pulled his lip down. And it's like, sit here. No, that's like, that is. That's No, but sit here. That's yeah, like, as a woman. Like, no, I'm not going to just sit there. Like, oh, my God, Sarah, you surprised me. I would do it. I I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I'd be like, ha-ha, that's kind of funny. Nah, that's. Yeah, but it wasn't ironic. It wasn't in an ironic, funny way. Like He was generally having a crack at you. Yeah, that's how, like, that was like a, yeah, that was. Wow. No, I would not do it. I'm like a prude in that sense, but. Yeah. No, he was. He it wasn't to him like a funny ha ha. Look what I've got. It's like, oh yeah, like this is hot. Like, sit on me. Yeah. Yeah, and he and he got in like Ibiza, like on a boys trip, and I was like, okay, <laughs> just says a lot about you. That would have turned me off so much. Like he sounded so hot up until that part. I know. I'm sorry if he's listening to this because I think he is from Melbourne. But oh, get out. Let me guess. Is he taller? No, I don't think. Oh. No, I don't think so. He added me on Facebook actually, which also oh, says oh. a lot. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> Um, yeah, I know you have. You mentioned um, another question you wanted to ask me. Paradise. Yeah, about yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. So, you dated someone who couldn't, wouldn't, could, but couldn't have sex. Yes. Okay. So, how does how how did you go dating someone like that? Because it might be a thing. You might meet someone who's. I might meet someone who's religious and they won't have sex with me. Yeah, okay, so, yeah, exactly. It's obviously, it was, well, it wasn't obvious, but um, it was because of his religious views um, that he was waiting till marriage. I'm not someone that's ever waited. I mean, I've actually never been married. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah, he. Um, Mr. Jewett thinks you still have nice little virgin, so. I know. Like, never My, had sex. Like, what? <laughs> um, Anyway, yeah, no, so he and I were seeing each other for a little bit. Um, yeah, obviously entering a relationship that doesn't, um, yeah, obviously connect in that sort of way. I'm a sexual person. Um, mm-hmm. If you get to know me for more than kind of like 10 minutes, I'll start oversharing about like, you know, hilarious things that I've experienced or done. And so for me to kind you of. Actually the biggest overshare. So I'm just remembering <laughs> you told me one. Sorry, keep going. Um like, yeah, um, I think I respected his views. Um, ultimately, it didn't work out. It actually didn't work out for very long at all. It was a very, very brief. I wouldn't even say dating, to be honest. Yeah. It was just like we hung out for a bit. Um, there was definitely, like, I, it took a while for me to understand as someone that's, I lost my virginity at 14. Mm-hmm. I know, shocking. But I, um, yes, yeah, so I've, I've always been quite someone that's, a sexual person with my mm-hmm. partner. Yeah. I enjoy it. I, you know, who doesn't like sex? And especially with a loved one, I think it's it's great. I mean, fuck yeah. So for me, that was a difficult situation to understand. Um, he knew very quickly, he's quite a bit older than me, that it wouldn't work between him and I in general just because of age and just where we were at in life. So I think he never even tried to kind of push those beliefs onto me because I think ultimately he knew he wasn't going to marry me and thus have sex with me. Mm-hmm. Um all I would say is if you are interested in dating someone that shares those beliefs, like just make sure you communicate. Um, and I if I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I'd say just invest in a vibrator. 
Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. But wait. No, if, you're, if you're not following the same views as that person, because I think yeah. in the least, like masturbation, masturbating is also probably deemed as a sin. Oh, um, uh, you said. Well, yes, in some religions. So I would yeah. say, oh, I don't, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I'm not. I don't know. Um, but, That's an interesting question. I wonder if it yeah, is. But wait, can I just I ask, were you just like, was there foreplay? Um, we would kiss, yes. So nothing. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Wow. So just kissing. Oh, yeah. man, I don't know if I could do that. Hang on, but you know what it was? It reminded me of the Sex in the City episode where Samantha started seeing this, like, yoga guy and he was saying the best foreplay is not having sex at all. Oh, and, like, to be fair, like, oh, I, my God. Like, kissing someone and knowing that you cannot, it almost was like, holy shit, like, I want it so much more. And there's something cryptic and twisted about that, but, like, mm. Yeah, it's kind of hot that you can't. Wait, it's kind of like this is like the same kind of thing, but when you've got your period, I don't know about you guys, but when you have your period, you're on heat. Like literally so fucking horny that you're like, it's horrendous. I was listening to a podcast today and they actually. Oh, God, I just realized my mom and dad are going to listen to this. No worries. (laughs) And they said that um, like animalistic ways you shouldn't, let your partner like come when you're having sex with the, you because what do you mean well it may, it's more of a turn on if they actually don't climax with you because then it's again like not the same time the thrill of the chase no like at all like if they're going to come come somewhere else not inside you on your boobs no <laughs> no but no like not with you yeah, like, not at all i know at not at all at that point because yeah. then back well, up yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. Wow. Where did you hear that from? I don't know. Call her daddy. One of the podcasts I was listening to today, and, like, they did a whole, like, reason why, like, I know back in the day when you lived in tribes and then once he came inside you, you're, like, say impregnated, then he'd think, okay, along to the next one. Uh, It's a very primal thing. I don't know. If they don't come to an ownership thing. Yeah, true. True. Yeah. Very primitive shit, but. You know, maybe worth a try. I didn't realise this podcast was going to get R-rated <laughs> this episode. Love that. Oh. Love that. Do you have any other questions? No. I loved it. Do you want to address anything else, Laura, about dating? Oh, I was chatting to my mum on the phone yes. today um, and we were talking about infidelity in relationships and what that looks like. And I was just talking to mum about how often, like, you know, those who do cheat in a relationship or have the urge to cheat is really coming from an insecure place of not, you know, feeling worthy enough usually for your... We, oh, my God, we talk about this all the we, time. Tally and I actually so, have a pack in yeah. our life. Like yeah. if either of us cheats on our partner, please do no not... judgment. You're not allowed to judge because no, something I, else I, is going on. I was going to say, and I, I spoke to my mum about it and I was like, do you know what, um, everyone, like, you know, I, I wouldn't say that, like, I, I agree or... Yeah, approve of cheating yeah. but you know it actually says a lot about that person and how much they're hurting truly mm-hmm. deeply inside there's also narcissists, narcissists and like egotistic people and not just men women as well mm-hmm. who cheat because they just want to get a target yeah so ego also is a negative thing and they might be you know so uh, uh, you know unsatisfied with themselves that they're using their ego to get these people but what my point was um was mum said a quote and it was like um, I wrote it down. Um, My thing is, like, you never know what goes on behind closed yeah, doors. No, That's never. why you can't throw judgment. But then I agree with the ego, narcissistic. Oh yeah. As well. 
So um, my mum said, happy eyes don't wander. And before she said it, but no, sorry, just after she said it, I go, hang on, mum, do you mean happy relationship eyes don't wander or happy with yourself, therefore your eyes won't wander? And mum's like, what do you mean? I was like, well, there's a big difference. There's a difference with your spouse. Uh You can be literally so happy with your partner and still find yourself eyes wandering mm-hmm. because you may not think you're worthy or you may not think you're like loving like you may have the best partner in the world and you still might go out on a girl's night and feel yourself checking people out True. and that might be because you genuinely don't feel worthy enough or like whole enough with yourself that you're content with your life and I just think that that phrase happy eyes don't wander is more a correlation to like being happy with yourself and when you're so deeply happy with yourself you just fully trust yourself you don't mm-hmm. need to go in the room and impress men, women, whatever it may be, because you're happy with yourself and therefore your eyes don't wander. And I just had that conversation with mom and like, you know, it's something that everyone needs to work on and, and, and have more open conversations about, you know, um, it's, it's, it's an interesting one. And definitely in today's world where, you know, your eyes can wander on your phone. And yeah. And to what extent is appreciating a, a very sexy man or like women is, uh, you know, like I love going to bed. Oh, my God, that girl is so hot. And I love saying to him, oh, like, look at that guy, like, stunning. And, you know, I don't think that's inappropriate, but then it's like, okay, well, you know, what? at what point, you know. I agree. You, yeah, find that line. And I just think it's really important to have your conversation. Like, Ben and I, all the time, I literally would be on a roach of, like, you know, um, like, we we'll play, like, games of, like, who would, like, not, I don't want to say who would you rather, but, yeah, you know, like, fuck, yeah. very cute. And we'll do that, you know, like, a, in, a, in a jest way. And, like, but it, I don't have a problem with him doing that or saying that because it's, you know, we're happy and healthy. Yeah. So I don't get jealous. Like, I could yeah. say that. But if you're a girl and you're playing that game and you're getting jealous or, like, wondering, then there's an issue with your relationship. Yes. Like, if you're thinking, oh, he's messaging your air, like, all that stuff. I'm like, mm, maybe you need to look at your relationship because there's obviously something going on there that you don't trust. But, 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 we are intuitive because I had been in a relationship where I saw, this is before Instagram changed, updated, but when you, your search area, and remember it used to be like who you searched the most? Oh, yes. My boyfriend, like, my long-term partner, this random girl was at the top. I was like, oh, my gosh. Anyway, we broke up and now no. he's for three years. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Wow. Wow. Well, the moral, the moral, the the saying of 2021, I think for Tal and I has been get to know yourself. Yeah. That's what, yeah, get to know yourself because, and it's like what you were saying before, the the moment you get to know yourself, you get to love yourself, get to know yourself and shit just rolls and it's just easier and you're happier. And you attract really fucking cool people into your life when you're in that zone, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. And also like, you know, I know and I want to take the also stigma away of like, you know, going back to the very start of being like, you know, from boyfriend to boyfriend, like I don't like talking badly, even though I did reference that guy as an arsehole earlier. Like I would still give him a hug first time on the street. Yeah, so yeah. I think it's really important to not be resentful. Every exactly. partner I've ever dated from freaking 15 to now has helped me and taught me something yeah. so it may be a negative thing that I learned and then had to push through to get to the real kind of final, you know, lesson from it. But I really think it's like, just like, don't take it too personally. Like you are supposed to fall. You ask for like, I've been the good, I've been the dumper and I've been dumped. I've been a good girlfriend and I've actually hurt people as well. And I just think it's so important to like, not be hard on yourself. And also like, there's no room for shit talking. Like you don't need a shit talk. Like 
I love when I meet a girl and she's like, oh, I'm, I'm still mates or, like, you know, it didn't end well, but, like, no hard feelings. It's like, what's the point if you share something special one day? Yeah. Like, that's easy for me to say because I've never had a terrible, terrible, terrible breakup. But at the same time, I've also had to push through kind of the heartaches. And there are some partners that I have nothing to do with um, and they are probably very happy with that. Um, but I also would just give them a hug. Yeah, I agree with that. I feel like every relationship you have, as much as like you are upset, heartbroken, you do learn something. And well, the business just seeps into everything. Like, yeah, you know, every time someone brings them up, you roll your eyes and you're like, oh, fuck them. That's such yeah, a- yeah. But that's normal. Yeah, but I mean, like, imagine if you like stop saying that less and less because then you that's actually true. stop giving them power. Yeah. Like, come peace with them, they no longer have that power over yeah, you. Yeah, I agree, Dewey. Like, if you stop bringing it up and stop putting it out there, they can't have that effect on you. They we can't have that talk to all that, like exes or yeah, people we dated. I do. Or just one person I haven't. But I lived with my ex. Another weird dating thing. My yeah. ex was yeah. quarantine. He lived with my family and I for oh, four yeah. months. Colin and I. We'd been broken up for six months and I dated guys after and then we moved in together and lived together and we played Scrabble most days and, you know, we still have a friendship relationship now. So I think it is possible. But he's also, everyone says that he's like a unicorn. Oh, he oh, is yeah. like one of the sweetest guys ever too. Um, yeah, you've dated some good guys, I'd have to say. Yep. That I know of. Um, but anyway. Are, I'd love to say that I haven't been around and neither of you enough. Yeah. To know your partners. Like I've actually, and this is sad, but I think I've been around more shittier ones yeah. than more positive ones. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's the truth. But, like, I'm really, really, really freaking excited for the future for you two and just being like, hey, you know, this is this is incredible. Yeah. We'll we'll find a good one one day, surely. <laughs> we will. Yeah. We I just snorted. <laughs> <laughs> Did you um, roll your eyes kind of like No, I didn't roll my eyes. I just kind of snorted, but it wasn't on purpose. I like <laughs> went to like laugh and it came out as a snore. I All think right. I think Tal you're gonna I don't know. Tal, what about me? Wait, no, no, she's gonna end up Finding her man and she's definitely not going to be in Melbourne and you're going to have to do an international love and he might be in another country. Like are you, Naomi, are you thinking someone in particular? Oh, don't because yeah. I really like him. Oh. Don't. He messages me all the time and I get sad. If I, I love that silence. There was like a yeah. three-second silence. Like, like, you know, there's just always that one person in your life. <sighs> Shout out and not say his name. That's actually funny because I was talking to a friend about him this morning. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, we love him. Great guy. Rate him. Rate I him. know. We rate him a lot. It's just hard when you're... If you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just hard when you live in different countries, you know? That, that is. And COVID. But... You'd make but pretty babies. We would make Sunday. pretty babies. We Sunday. love him. And also just, like, you make it work. He, I think he could definitely, like, he'd fit in with all of us over here in Australia. Yeah, I just have to get him on an aeroplane. Kidnap him. Literally. <sighs> I just marry. Can you marry people over Zoom? I don't know. <laughs> no. You can't? I'll get my officiate license. I don't know. We'll look into it. Yeah, we should. All right, Dewey. So, I love you. Love you. Thank you for coming back on again. We miss you. Yeah. Yeah. A million. When the borders open back up, you know where we'll be at. Oh, I literally said that. Like, I'm going yeah. to, like, first thing, they, I'm coming to stay with you. Love it, love it. Oh, my gosh, you can see in the back of my Zoom, that there from Anaconda is a self-inflating <gasps> mattress. That's my bed. Done. <laughs> That's done. Anyway, bye, guys. Bye. Love you.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.